What is up, my dudes? Welcome back to Olympia Oddities. I'm Trista, and today I'm going to be telling you about a tragic true crime case about Washington's mutual combat law, Gone Wrong. Today I'm going to be telling you about the tragic death of Jerem Thomas, the circumstances of which involved him and a friend deciding to solve an argument that they were having at a house party with a single punch, which resulted in devastating consequences. Let's get into it. Jerem Thomas and Michael Shane Galen both attended Crossroads High School in Granite Falls, Washington. They'd known each other for years, and it wouldn't be a stretch at all to say that the two teenagers were friends. Jerem Thomas was in the home stretch of his time at high school and was just three weeks away from graduation and starting his life as a young adult. His classmates described him as perpetually happy. A classmate, Allison Nelson, was quoted as saying this about Jerem. I never remember him being mean or disrespectful to anyone. Another classmate, Shalane O'Hare, only knew Jerem for six months, but said this about him. He was just so happy. It just made you feel so great inside, she said. The last time I saw him, we agreed. We needed to spend more time together. Born on April 1st, 1996 in Everett, Washington, Jerem was named after the author of the shortest book in the Book of Mormon. As a toddler, Jerome walked for only one day before deciding to try to run, hated nap time, and taught himself how to swim along with how to ride a bike. He had two brothers, Corey and Tyler, and a sister, Brunel. He joined the Boy Scouts when he was eight as a member of Troop 187 and went on adventures camping, kayaking, and hiking in the great outdoors. His family was active at their church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints on Chapel Hill Road in Lake Stevens. As a teen, he was a fan of working on cars and computers, even though sometimes he would overestimate his abilities. His mom, Linda Thomas, described him to the Herald Net paper by saying, he was like a warm blanket to a lot of people. She had homeschooled Jerem for a four-year period and remembered that time fondly, remembering their talks about science, art, literature, and history. At 6'1", he towered over the rest of his family, but remained a skinny kid despite his diet of pizza rolls and cereal. He took up longboarding and snowboarding, which were hobbies that he shared with his older sister. Jerem loved music, and his classmate Amber Griffith was quoted in the Daily Mail saying, He was a poet. He loved everything from rap to Frank Sinatra. He wrote me a poem for my birthday, and I couldn't believe how good it was. It's something that I'll always have. On the night of December 21st, 2014, Jerem Thomas, Michael Galen, and several other friends and classmates attended a house party near Lake Rosiger. Jerem had been involved in a car accident where he had backed his car into Michael's earlier that day. Michael had been sitting in his parked car when Jerem backed into it, then took off. This accident was described in multiple articles as a minor fender bender type accident. Regardless, when Jerem arrived back at the party later, the two teenagers got into an argument, complete with yelling, shoving, and pushing. The two came to the agreement that they would settle their disagreement with a single punch, from Michael to Jerem. Witnesses to the event of that night said that the two shook hands and smoked a cigarette together before the fatal punch. Witnesses described Jerem willingly walking into the road and consenting to allow Michael to punch him. Michael's punch connected with the left side of Jerem's face and he fell to the street, hitting his head on the pavement. Jerem laid on the ground motionless. He was unconscious. A witness described him as falling directly backwards after being punched. Michael and others at the party attempted to resuscitate him. However, none of their attempts proved successful. After the resuscitation attempts failed, a friend drove Jerem to the hospital. Tragically, Jerem Thomas died at the hospital as the result of his injuries, 
Michael Galen was arrested, then released that Monday after posting his $10,000 bond. The medical examiner determined that Jerem Thomas was killed as the result of blunt force injuries to his head. In an interview with Jerem Thomas's parents, done by HeraldNet in 2015, I learned a slightly different story of how the events of that night that tragically cut their son's life short went down. They explained that the friend who had taken Jerem to the hospital that night had allegedly lied to the hospital staff about what had happened to him. The friend allegedly told the hospital staff that Jerem had a seizure. They'd had a police officer show up at their doorstep at 2 a.m., and they had also told them that their son had had a seizure. While some of Jerem's classmates learned of his tragic death over their holiday break, many were unaware of the horrible news that they would receive upon returning to school. The school district and principal worked quickly as a team to arrange a team of counselors to be available to the students. 100 students showed up to an event to speak with the counselors. Jerem's mom was also in attendance, a presence that had a strong effect on the students. One said, the impact she made on us for just showing up and telling us thank you for being there, that really stuck with me. Prosecutors officially decided not to press charges in the case of Jerem's death, their reasoning being that his age and life experiences were not enough for him to know that a single punch would have resulted in the death of his friend. Jerem's parents explained in their HeraldNet interview that they were waiting before speaking out more, with his dad, Tim Thomas, quoted as saying, We didn't want to fuel anyone's anger. We just knew the story that we had was incomplete. So, they waited silently until they had what they thought were sufficient answers from the detectives. Jerem's parents told the Herald Net that the accident the boys had been in that day went down like this. Jerem had been backing his Honda Accord out of the driveway, which was steep and muddy. In doing so, he backed over a mailbox, which fell onto Michael Galen's car. While Michael admitted to drinking that night, Jerem's toxicology report showed no alcohol in his system. When Jerem returned to the party, the two teenagers began their argument about the wreck. Jerem's family claims that when the attack occurred, it was actually two guys attacking Jerem saying that he was outnumbered. While they accept the reasoning prosecutors gave for not pressing charges, they were also frustrated that no one at the party was held accountable. They acknowledged that their son made a bad decision at the party. They were left with haunting questions like, if the version of the story that they heard was accurate, why didn't anyone call 911? Why did kids lie about what happened? And why didn't anyone stay with him at the hospital? I decided to cover this case because when I first heard about this one on the news years ago, it just stayed and it stuck with me for some reason. It just goes to show how life is fragile and fleeting and full of the unexpected. Small stupid decisions can end up haunting you for the rest of your life and actions sometimes have unintended consequences. Thank you for listening to Olympia Oddities. If you want more, you can head to the Olympia Oddities podcast page on Instagram, TikTok, or join the Facebook group. Be sure to follow us so you get all of the Pacific Northwest-based paranormal, cryptid, true crime, and weird history right there in your feed. And if you want to help me out a ton, you can do that by leaving me a five-star rating, sharing me on social media, or telling a friend about my podcast. I'm Trista, and my personal Instagram is at Saloon Ghost. And until next time, friends.